What's up, everybody? Welcome, Welcome to, to the Bollywood Podcast. Podcast. It's your boy VJ and your boy Dev, where we talk about anything and everything, and, and that's real talk. talk. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your Bollywood Podcast. This is your boy VJ. Um, got my boy Dev in the building. What's going on, man? How you doing, my man? How you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good. Um, back to reality work. You know, I was on a little vacation, but um, ready to talk about this uh, this NFL talk. Um, we do have our special guest again in the building, our compadre. What's up, Tony? What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? You guys ready? Yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what's going on, Dev? Um, week one just week one just finished, you know? It was a pretty exciting week one. Um, a lot happened. You know, comeback stories, um, a lot of rookies, you know? What do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about the biggest surprises that you guys might have seen over the first week i know it was a few that i've had myself that i was just flabbergasted by uh, what about um you tony i throw that one at you uh what was your biggest surprise out of week one of the nfl season <clears throat> i mean like you said there's a lot of big surprises but for me probably the first thing that comes to mind is probably how good and crisp the chiefs looked I did not know how they were going to look without Tyreek Hill. Because, you know, we don't know Pat Mahomes without Tyreek Hill. Um, and it's... I feel like for the first time in Pat Mahomes' career, he has, like, five people that he can just spread the ball around to rather than just, you know, Kelsey and and, and Reek. You know, before it was just a Kelsey and Reek show. And obviously they won championships. They were successful. But seeing this new offense where it's really not even new offense, but they just have all these weapons that they spread the ball around to has been very impressive. I mean, I think he had, what, three or three touchdowns in like the first quarter or something like that. I mean, it was it was insane. He was playing lights out ball. They had no hiccups at all. You know, he was staying mostly clean. And, you know, overall for me, I mean, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a much more competitive game with the Cardinals. And, uh, you know, they, they made the Cardinals look like a JV team. So, really uh, I mean, for, for for me, that was surprising. Insane. Yeah, it really did. I, I was looking at that game like, man, this is like when the more prominent town comes in and it's this little smaller town. This is how they look, make Khaled look. It's just like. That team didn't look competitive, didn't look like it had anything going for it for itself. I know they're missing a few players um, with Nook being out and Rondell Moore not being there and Watt and a couple other players, but that just looked bad. And the Chiefs just look well old and just rolling on all centers. I think it's more so with without Tariq being there, it's addition by subtraction, being able to get that many pieces for all the money that he was asking for. And it just looks like – that's what he always had. It just keeps rolling. Yeah, um, I, I totally agree with you guys. So um, last year, Mahomes um, had a good year, but it wasn't as good as the year prior. So to see them come out with, you know, after losing Tyree Kill um, and then not skipping a beat and then just playing on that level, um, it was pretty fun to watch, man. It was He was having fun out there, um, precision. Um, Kelsey was doing his thing, so it was, it was good to see. It was good to see them, um, the Chiefs doing that well. You know, um, what was your biggest surprise, Def? My biggest surprise was the man, the myth, the legend, Geno Smith. That oh, was God. my biggest surprise because <laughs> he he looked poised, man. Like it's Geno. It's like I'm a big advocate in like basketball and like baseball, like it, it give you time to grow into what you're going to become. Like you have time to get there. Football, right. you don't. So I, it's, it's looking like Gino in his later ages, he, he's not going to be a franchise changing quarterback, but he seems like he's getting them somewhere they want to start off to maybe pass it off. He's looking like a good bridge quarterback. And to go against a Denver team that wasn't a bad defensive team, 
and to outdo someone that he was backing up last year. So I, I thought that was my biggest surprise, seeing him poised, cool, calm, collected. And I, I absolutely loved that game, to, to watch a game I didn't think I was going to watch. Dude, I, I literally texted you after that first drive. I was like, yo, who is that out there? Yeah. You're like, I got to see. I got to see more. I got to see the next drive and see how he does. But, yeah, man, he looked crisp. That that little toss pass for the touchdown, like, he looked smooth, man. Like, he he definitely has this offense under control. Had a control, little swag to him. Um, which was really nice to see. But I, 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 wanted, I had a little swag to him. But I want to know how Tony feels about this because this was his quarterback. Yeah, he was fired up. Gina was fired up. Yeah, Tony, how do you feel? I I mean, you guys saw I I commented like first quarter in our group message and I was like I mean, like you guys probably <laughs> thought I was joking, but like he looked crisp. His passes looked crisp. He looked confident in the pocket like he he made decisive, you know, moves, decisive plays. I mean, he looked like he he had full control, which is something that you don't you don't see from Geno Smith. Like the first 10 years of his career, he looked like he was just lost. You know, he was like a deer headlights every game. You know, he played for the us. He played for the Giants. I mean, of course he played. He played for like four or five teams, right? Uh, and at Chargers. no point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, at no point Giants. did you ever get the impression he was confident and that he was running the offense when he was on the field. This is the first time from from jump. I was like, this guy looks like he's ready like he looks like he's actually ready to play ball right now and i mean he's a guy who always had the talent right like coming out of college he was a guy that just had a really big arm you know very athletic guy obviously can play you know has has against the brain to be able to play in you know a a high level he just wasn't great in terms of decision making and wasn't always confident you know wasn't really always confident in like what he was doing on the field even though he was probably saying he was confident so I was impressed by him as a whole. Now, I'm I'm not as impressed by the Seahawks. Now, obviously they won, right? But the Broncos probably should have won this game handily if they yeah. didn't mess up on two goal line drives. You know, I mean that 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 doesn't happen, right? I I mean, give the Seahawks their due. They play good defense, but that should not happen. Ninety of a hundred times they score on those goal line uh, plays. You know what I'm saying? Like, if not a touchdown, they score a field goal, right? So we we don't have to rely on a 64 yard Brad McNam Brad McManus field goal to win the game. Like that's like yeah, Gino did great. I'm not taking that away from him, but like, there's no chance that the Broncos should have lost those games. So th- I really but it happens. Chalk- it's, it's any given Sunday, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get in that position, and I get it. Like, you're there, and you want to stuff it in with your running backs, and then you get those fumbles. Uh, It takes you away from your game plan. That's why they didn't didn't trust certain things. Like, to see them let the clock dwindle down like that and then go for that long-ass field goal didn't make sense to me. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just watching in disbelief. I'm just looking at the clock and just looking at the clock and, like, you know, all right, I thought yeah. about let's not Jason Elam back there. You know, he did set the record for 63 back in the day. And then Brent McManus, I mean, I don't, uh, it, it's a good leg. He almost had it, but. I don't want to spend too much time on the Broncos because I'm going to mention them again in, in a little bit when we talk about letdowns. Oh, well. Uh, and I'm going to dive <laughs> in a little you. bit more. But, like, you know, they they should have won that game. I mean, you can point to a, 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 a handful of times where they should have won the game. It wasn't just, like, one or two plays here and there. You know, mess up from the coach. Obviously, you know, Hackett was a little bit, uh, you know, out of his element there. He didn't really know what he was doing. That you know, t- towards the end, you can question everything. But, um, uh, you know, going back to Gino, yeah, Gino was very impressive. He obviously was super accurate that night. He threw like I mean, close to thirty times, uh, you know, on, on Monday night, and he had some kind of insane completion percentage. So, you know, kudos to kudos to Gino. You know, I, I'm I'm glad to see him. You know. Be able to have a shot at least, you know. Be be the non-question starter of this team. Like, there's no, there's no if ands and buts about this. Like, there's no, there was no other person on this team that was like, oh yeah, no, he should definitely start over Gino. It was him or oh, yeah. or or Drew Locke, and we've seen Drew Locke. So it's like, all right, <laughs> I guess let's 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 see what Gino can do. And you know, to his credit, he's he killed it on Monday. 
you know, hopefully he, yeah. he can have a few more games this year. But, you know, at least he got Dude, that I one. Caught, I, I, I caught myself cheering for this guy. I was like, am I really cheering for Geno Smith right now? Why not? Because, like, it's a good story. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it was like a genuine thing. Like, I didn't even notice myself, like, cheering for this guy. Like I was hoping he would hit that touchdown and stuff. You know what I'm saying? He, it was it was it was a good story, man. He was a he giant was hyped. too. The team was behind him. On uh, uh, during a really bad period, yes, he was. He wore um, the you know he wore the blue. He did not right? look this good though. He wore the. He blue. did not look this good, Tony. He did not look this good though, Tony. I mean, he didn't even. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really get the opportunity either, though when he played for you guys. Yeah, he played one game. It was one game. Yeah, but um, yeah. Any final thoughts, Def? Uh, I'm all good on that front. What's your biggest surprise? Because you you've been kind of mum over there. I'm I'm, I'm guessing. What um, it is. I'm just I'm just getting giddy thinking about it. You know what I'm right, saying? Go I, I got to keep it close to home. I got to keep it close to home. Oh man, it was good to see my boy SB back and doing what he did week one after being out for so long. Man, it made me feel good. Um, you know, uh, I drafted him one league, whatever case may be, but, um, I did not expect him coming out week one, um, doing what he did running the way he did. Um, it, it legitly looked like, um, SB from, from his rookie year when he had a phenomenal season, I'm not going to get hype or anything. Um, just saying that I did not expect the offense to, to operate the way they did, um, operate through, um, Saquon Barkley. Um, so that was fantastic to watch. Um, yes, we did get lucky with a field goal, whatever case may be, but, if it wasn't for Barkley for that game, we wouldn't have even been in that game, um, to keep it completely honest. Um, so it was fantastic to see um, him doing what he does. Um, they're super fired up, so the NG was definitely there as well. So yeah, man, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to this guy killing it. Um, like I said, I did not expect him coming out doing what he did in week one. So I thought it would take a couple of weeks to get him back to that. But um, all the all the um, off season reports were right. You know, he was running really hard. Um, he looked really good out there, and he he showed it. He showed it week one. So, that's that's my biggest surprise. Uh, Tony, you that, go ahead and uh, respond to this. Um, I want to. I, I was I was about to ask you if you wanted to go first. No, but, you, you, <laughs> um, you, you so so, I I will agree. Saquon Barkley was probably singularly singularly the biggest surprise in the NFL. Um, and you know what? It's it's funny because you know we talked about it separately. You know, off off the podcast, we talked about how you know if he can be healthy, he can be very very good, right? But you don't expect this kind of performance out of really anybody. You know, I mean, if you see it from a Derrick Henry, you see it from like a John and Taylor, you're like, okay, like uh, you know, CMC even when he's healthy, like they're supposed to do this, right? Saquon Barkley, you kind of expected it three years ago when he was mildly healthy. And, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from the rest of the team. You know, the defense played okay. Um, mm-hmm. The line played probably better than they they have in the past. Yeah. They still weren't right. great. You know, if we're being honest about it, they weren't. St- they still weren't great. Dale Jones mm-hmm. still 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 made some bad bad plays. He took some bad sacks we shouldn't have, um, and he wasn't the best. You know, and he made some errors. Which you know was funny when you saw Brian Dable, you know, yelling at him, screaming at him, you know, on the sidelines. That's something that you don't see either. Was a coach yelling at at Dale Jones? You know, you you've had coaches that just you know, kind of don't do anything during the game. They just kind of leave it alone. Whereas Brian Dable was like, "What are you doing? Do you want to play or do you want to just sit your ass on the bench? Because like if you keep messing up, like you're not gonna play." Is kind of what the. <coughs> general feeling was about that exchange so right overall it was a good win obviously but it was a win really single-handedly done by one person which was saquon berkeley saquon berkeley dragged the giants kicking and screaming to the win now literally and and like honestly i don't i don't want to bring this down at all but i don't I don't think of it as the Giants won that game. I think of it as the Titans lost that game because the Titans did so many bad, uncharacteristic things to lose that game. When you have Derrick Henry on the team and you only run him 20 times when you, everyone in the world knew coming into the season, they have very little weapons to pass to. And it's going to be a heavy Derrick Henry day. Derrick Henry wasn't bad at running. I mean, he was, 
I think he averaged like four point one or four point two yards per carry. But that's 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 been your recipe for success in the last three years is run the ball to the ground. Instead of doing that, they kept on ditching the run, kept on having Tannehill getting pass happy. You know, I think he he threw like thirty five times that game or something like that. Like I mean, something insane. Yeah. And when you should have been riding Derek, you weren't. Which you know that's that's not the recipe for the Titans to win. And week one isn't the week to get cute. Week one's the it is the is the one where you have Derrick Henry completely healthy, completely energized, ready yeah. to go. You should be jamming that ball down the Giants' throat 25, 30 times that game, dragging down the defense, getting getting them worn down, exhausted, and then lulling them to sleep to be able to free up your passing game. There's no way they should have uh, lost that game. Now, obviously, that's not again. It's not taking away the fact that Saquon Barkley had an insane game. I mean, just look at the stats. It was it was stupid. And then the fact that he like ran it in for a two point conversion at the end of the game, basically, um, I mean, he was hit in the backfield on the on the two point conversion, had to like yeah. scamper around, scatter, and get away from from defenders to will again will the team to win he really wanted it, you know bro. he really wanted to win so i'm not taking anything away from him but i think that the titans lost that game rather than giants won that game and saquon won that game um, no that's completely fair that's completely fair. so that's my take at least what do you think dev well uh, i wanted to go last because um we could just roll right into like the worst topics of uh of week one uh they were overly excited for that win to me, and I'm like, yo, it's more work to be done. Like, I'm looking at Day Bowl. He's bumping chess. He, he's not even looking for variable. He's not even trying to shake hands. Like, they, they granted, it's his first win. But I like blue-collar giants. I like wearing, you know, that that Tom Coughlin uh, type of thing where everybody is, you know, straight-faced, let's get back to business. I've seen a lot of excitement for – a one-point win that they should have lost that Mike Vrabel constantly just give games away because he goes away from what works for him. You guys should never, ever touch the ball back again. I would have ran Derrick Henry down your throat till you couldn't swallow anymore. There's it's no way possible you can get excited about that one game because he broke a run, and then he also fumbled. So you guys still got ball security problems. You're still not protecting your quarterback. You got sacked five times. There's been pro- there was progress there though. Five sacks in one game. No, I'm just saying compared, That's compared to. No, I'm just saying it's it's a work in progress. That's what I mean. That's not I mean, progress. There, let's let's keep it 100. percent I think that there was there was there was incremental progress from. Last yeah, year, I'm not saying monumental. It, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't look fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying before is that it didn't look great. Definitely not. Right? I mean, Dare Jones kept his mistakes to a minimum, which is all you can ask for him, right? I mean, I think he only threw, yes. threw the ball, you know, for a pick one time, which was like that, that time where I think Dave <laughs> harassed him. Um, and he was, I think, relatively, let me take a look real quick. I think he, he went was, uh, seventeen or twenty-one. Uh, seventeen for twenty-one. I mean, that's that's as good as you're gonna get from Daniel Jones. Yeah. And, and you know what's what's smart about that is that they only let him throw twenty-one times. That's smart. Yep. You know, you have to yep. run the offense through Saquon. Saquon has to be the guy who who who, who helps you win. Now, if I I don't have a problem with them getting getting super hyped, right? I don't have, I don't have a problem getting them getting excited because yeah, in in week one of this year. They are a five-win team, right? So, like, the fact that you get that first one out the way with the bandit off, and you're like, yo, we won. If we lose the next 10, at least we have this moment right now. We won this one, right? I, as a Jets fan, I can I can completely, you know, I can empathize <laughs> with that because we, yeah, dude. we may start 0-10. Like, if we won against the Ravens, I'd be a stack because you know what? We got one win out. There's no way we're gonna end 0 and 17 now, right? So like <laughs> so like, you know, that's that's progress right there. Like last year, this would have been a game where you where even without Derrick Henry, if it was if it was Don Trell Hilliard, um, and Don 
Donta Foreman, whatever his last name his, his name was last year, they they would have beat the crap out of you guys by like eight to ten points probably, with Donta Foreman probably running the ball thirty times, like they would they would they would just beat the hell out of you guys. Whereas this year you saw a much much different team. They seem they seem energized by a new coach, which you know we kind of know the story now. The Giants always get energized by the new coaches. There's one every two years, um, and then it kind of <laughs> dies down. No shade, by the way. No shade. Uh, no, no, no. None. That's fair. But, you know, like, to Dev's point, though, I mean, or actually to my point that Dev agreed with, the Titans lost that game. You know, I mean, it was, it was to me, it was a huge letdown for, you know, for the Titans. Now, I don't think the Titans were, were the biggest letdown for me personally, and we'll get to that later, but it was a big letdown for them. I mean, they, they, they went out... I, I I don't want to beat this uh, you know the, the horse anymore. Yeah. You know, we have to, but right. they 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 went away from what they should have been you know been, been sticking to. Hopefully they 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 correct the course this week, albeit against the best team in the league in the in the Bills. <laughs> so, but hopefully they they uh, they don't care they're down twenty and they just let Derrick Henry run like forty times this week. So I can go ahead and get my points. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna definitely go back to the need them fantasy the points. Plan. Yeah. Um, as far as that goes. Yeah, nah, man. It was it was great to see that energy on the sidelines. I haven't seen that in a while, so but um let's let's move on, Dev. Unless you got anything else to add. Uh I'm 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 cool. Uh I just look at it as you know, I, I need to see more before you jump off the, the roof. So Nah, nah, nah. You Bro, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hit you up and say that we're gonna win the Super Bowl. You know what? Not, I mean? not this year. It was, it was just, it not was, it was just. You've a, been kind of calm on that for the past couple of years, so I think you're finally coming around yeah. to reality a little nah, bit. Nah, man, it was just honestly, it was just a genuine feel-good win. You know what I'm saying? It's okay that, to be excited, BJ. It's okay to be excited. No, no, I'm know? definitely am. I'm definitely am. Don't let this Vikings um, fan get, you know, get you down. You know, this guy's all <laughs> hyped up. Nah, he can never let me down. He knows that. Yeah. He, he knows that. So, so, but so let, what is your about... biggest letdown of week two, PJ? Um, so honestly, it was it was the it was the Rams, the Super Bowl champions. Ooh. Um, was the biggest letdown to me. Um, so did I did I expect it? Um, I thought they would lose, but not the way they lost. Just to be completely honest, um, you know, we came into the season. Bills were definitely in the conversation to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, they're one of the contenders out there, so it wasn't unexpected. Um, I really thought it was going to be a close game, you know? Um, two really good teams, two really good offenses, two really good defenses, um, two really good quarterbacks. One just coming back from, you know, winning the Super Bowl, one that was possibly about to be in the Super Bowl. So it was, it was about to be the battle that we wanted to see, but it was such a big letdown, dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, the offense looked terrible. Um, Stafford, Stafford couldn't get a pass across. Um, the biggest free agent that they signed this offseason, Allen Robinson, didn't do jack. Um, let's keep it 100%. Dude couldn't catch a ball, wasn't running routes properly. Um, there was even a, a clip, you know, of him saying something to McVay on the sidelines about this guy's not running the route right or he's not where he needs to be. So there's a little turmoil in, um, in L.A., but um, I just personally felt that, that that loss by losing by, what, 20 points? Potentially, what, what three touch, you know, three um, touchdowns. It's not what I expected. Um, the Bills, Bills did their job, man. They came out and they put a, they put a stamp on exactly what the league and reporters and everybody else have been saying. So have we? That you know, they're definitely the team or one of the teams to beat out there. So um, yeah, that's that's my biggest letdown, dude. What do you think? Well, for me, I, I understand why it was your letdown. Uh, what I've seen from that game was the pendulum swing with Von Miller. With not having Von Miller on the defensive side, putting them with the pressure with Aaron Donald, that shifted to the Bills. Like, al allowing the Bills to be a better defensive front, a uh, better defensive team overall, and giving them the field position that they needed. The You're not stuffing Cooper Cup. He's going to get his looks. Uh, when you have to throw it to one guy 15, 16 times in a game, no one else is doing anything for you. Uh, Tony had mentioned earlier in a few pods back that Cam Akers wasn't going to be good. Zero fantasy points. Straight dub. Nothing going. Zero. Pure trash. Pure trash. So if you're looking at that, the team 
overall. Would he have three carries, dude? That's that's insane. Yeah. The team overall lost pieces because of the money they had to pay out. They did get Bobby Wagner back, but on the offensive end, you know, not having Robert Woods, not having Odell, uh, Odell. your running running game haven't been established based on how how you want to do things. And then you went against uh, the best defense in the league. So that that is a factor. Um, I think they'll get it together just because of the offensive mind that Sean McVay is. And Matthew Stafford, as we all know, is going to throw the rock. So he's going to throw it, and yeah. everybody that should be catching passes should, should uh, improve, especially Allen Robinson. He, he, he has talent. He just uh, needs to work better with uh, Matthew Stafford. And Stafford wasn't throwing because his elbow was messed up. So that might be a connection thing as well. I think I think to uh, to your last point, Allen Robinson seems like there's something off about him. Um, he's not the same player in game in, in week one this year, as well as the whole last year, as he was prior years. Right? And I mean, he's he's a completely different person. Yeah, I, I mean, even even his first year with the Bears, he was he was good. You know, yeah. prior to oh, last yeah. year, he was good, and. I don't know if it's effort thing. I don't know if he maybe it's because he got hurt and he doesn't want to, you know, re-aggravate an injury. Maybe he's scared of re-aggravating an, an injury. Maybe he's not a hundred percent anymore and he just doesn't want anyone to know about because he wants to make his money. I have no idea what's going on, but something's off with him. Now, in terms of the game, and we're talking about Bill's defense, right? Bill's defense showed how good they are. They are fantastic. Let's not yes. forget the Rams won the turnover battle. The Rams turn him over four times to the Bills turning the Rams over three times. There was two fumbles that the Rams had, which were not Josh Allen's fault. And one of the two picks that Josh Allen had was not his fault either. So, I mean, they had four turnovers, two picks and two, two fumbles. Most of them, I believe, I think three out of four of them were all in the first half. The problem was the Rams couldn't execute on offense. I mean, look at the running game. Daryl Henderson was the starter. I think he ran like 13 for like 50 or something like that, or something, you know, something trash like that. Yeah. Cam Akers yeah. had three carries for zero yards, which, like, <laughs> like Dev reminded everyone, I told y'all, Cam Akers was going to be bullshit. And he still is bullshit. And I'm going to still ride that <laughs> bullshit horse to the end of the season. I don't care how many carries he gets. He sucks. You should have never, ever picked him up on your fantasy leagues, you fools. But. Beyond that, like like they've also said, Robert Woods, gone. Robert Woods was the perfect complement to Cooper Cup because Robert Woods was kind of like Odell Beckham filling in for that. You know, he was running all those little intermediate routes, being a safety blanket for whatever, you know, he, he was trying to get the home run play from a Cooper Cup. That Cooper Cup literally is everything, right? He's the he's the safety blanket. He's the uh, you know he's the under you know under route guy. He's the long he's ball. Deep threat. I mean he yep. he he literally is yep. everything now. And you can't you can't win off of just that one guy. You can win one game, like the Super Bowl, but you can't win you know twelve games throughout the season, thirteen games throughout the season, expecting him to be your only source of of receiving yards. You know I mean, and you know I I, I think right now they're 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 hoping Van Jefferson comes back pretty soon. Because Victor Jefferson is yeah. a very solid uh, threat for him, and Stafford is 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 used to him. But I think, honestly, I think there's something to everyone picking up Odell Beckham on their fantasy teams right now yeah, because he's coming back, man. He's coming because back. because they're gonna bring him back. If you're less need, you're like, man, we really need Odell. We this, this guy Al Robinson is trash. Like <laughs> we can't have him. We can't have. I think him they need to give him one more week. They're gonna give it one more week and see his performance, and based off of that, they'll, they'll probably bring back. Odell. I picked him up on one of my four fantasy leagues just for shits and giggles. Yeah, he's yeah, me too. He's riding the bench. He's on the waivers, dude. He's, he's waiting, on the waivers. I picked him up. He's on the bench right now. He's a hundred percent on the thing. bench right now. Like he's not. Yeah, he's not playing for my teams. <laughs> you know, with that kind of effort, nah, man, you're gonna be running wind sprints every day, all day. You can't do it. Yeah, yeah he's on the block. So. For me. Huh. Yeah, so it's he just he just didn't look like the old Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you made a great point. Like even even last year he he looked like he was off. So I don't know if this dude lost the love for the game, but it's just we don't we don't see him running with that that energy, or it just it, he doesn't look like a really big name receiver out there. You know, he just looks like another third option or 
wide receiver three, if I should say. With that said, though, I think the Rams will figure it out. As I said before, the defense is still good. They still have Aaron Donald. They still got by White or who they got in, right? They have yeah. a pretty, pretty yeah. decently loaded defensive uh, backs. You know, they they have some pretty good defensive players. Like, they're still probably a top five defense overall. Like, you can't take that away from them. They're still going to be top five defense when it's all said and done. But they got to figure it out on the offense. You know, they got to figure something out. They can't just – they can't keep doing what they're doing. Uh, either Al Robinson's got to make some moves. They got to get Odell. They got to get Van Jefferson back. They got to find other ways to spread it around. They had, they had that one uh, – what the was that kid's name? They had that one white kid that uh, that, that was getting free and, and, and uh, making some plays on the receivers also. But uh, Yeah, I know what we're talking about. I forgot his name, though. Yeah. Uh, Schwernick? But they got like to figure out something to do with their offensive end. And once they figure out the offensive end a little bit, they're going to win games. That's just going to happen. Yeah. You know, like their defense is too good. Their defense can hold most teams, you know, to 20 or under every game. That's fair. The Bills are obviously one of the best teams in the league. And because the Rams weren't scoring, they had plenty of opportunity to score. So, you know, of course they're going to hang 31. But yeah. wait yeah. wait till the Bills play the Jets. Watch how many points they score on the Jets. <laughs> or wait till they play. Wait till they play. Can't wait for that week. Wait till they play the Pats. I'm looking forward to it. You know, like they're going to score a, a ton on the Pats. You know, oh, like, yeah, like, 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 wait till yeah. they play. Wait till they play a bad defense. They're going to murder them. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be ugly. Uh, but I'm not going to, you know, sit, sit here talking too much about my Jets, you know. What was your biggest What's next? down since uh, we didn't tap into yours? Oh, me. Oh, shit. I did forget about talking about me. So mine probably would be the Broncos. Um, the Broncos were by far my biggest disappointment. And I think... That has to do, obviously, was probably was the fact that it was it was the last game of the week. But watching that first half, and I'll be honest, I didn't watch much of the second half. I watched like the, the end of the fourth quarter. Watching this the first half, I was sitting there and, and they didn't throw much until like the second quarter. Like the first quarter, they barely threw the ball. Like the first real passing that he did was when he had that one like thirty yard touchdown pass to uh, to uh, what's his face Judy. Like that was the first, first, first anything. Actually, you know what? I think that was the first pass he had all game. Was the touchdown pass to Jerry Judy? I think at that point he had zero passes. Well, no, zero passes to the wide receivers at that point. Because yeah, I remember there was a stat. His tight ends a lot. Yeah, there was a stat that came up on. Oh yeah. Like literally, the stat came up on the board, and then he threw a touchdown pass to Jerry Judy. It literally was like <laughs> zero, zero passes to the, to the wide receivers. Like, how do you go through a whole quarter without passing the wide receivers at all? You know, like, I understand you got some really good running backs in Javante and uh, Melvin, Gordon. Melvin Gordon. You were you were, you were dumping down to them a lot. I mean, what Javante have, like, 11 targets or something like that? I mean, they were they were getting a lot of dump downs. And the tight ends were being used a little bit. But, like, how are you not going to use your wide receivers at all? You know, that yeah. that's that's wild to me. And especially because going into the season, they he had a, quote, unquote, really good receiving core. Right, yeah, yep. Sutton, Judy, KJ Handler, Tim Patrick. I mean, a a legitimate wide receiver core. No one that's like a standout, like all pro, like DK Metcalf or something like that. But like, very very good receivers that can get it done. How are you not going to throw yep. them at all? Like, I understand at the end of the game he had like forty passes, but I mean, like fifteen of those went to his running backs. Let's be real, and another like five of them went to tight ends. So how are you going to spread twenty balls to your four? Your, your actually, I'm sorry, three wide receivers, and then a few random random dudes that no one even knows their names. You know, like it just didn't make any sense to me. And on top of that, it was obviously disappointing that they didn't win. It's disappointing that you know they had the unfortunate scenarios that happened on the gold line, but there just wasn't a lot of life in that team like there wasn't any energy i didn't feel it when i watched that team i was like these guys are not sexy at all right now like i was looking at the other side of the field i'm like gino gino's got those boys juiced up like obviously they were playing at home but like the seahawks were juiced up like they're they're ready to show russ wilson like what's up like yeah you want to leave all right bet we'll show you what you know like what we can do we'll show you what our shiny new toy quarterback can do 
who's been in the league as long as you have, you know, which is wild, by the way, that he, they were drafted like basically the same the same year, I think, or maybe a year or a year, year apart. And one person's had that much more success than the other person. But, and then now, 10 years later, the other person with no success beat the shit out of you. So, <laughs> I mean, nah. That's that. Yeah, that's why to me it was let down. Yeah, that was that was that was a weird game, man. Um, I think the defense looked terrible. Like the first half was let's keep it completely real. I think they definitely turned it up in the second half. So whatever whatever conversation they had in the locker room at halftime, um, kind of you know reinvigorated the the team a little bit for that second half. So we saw a lot more passing, a lot more um, a lot more um, smooth offense. Um, and defense definitely stepped up. So it became a lot closer game. But yeah, man, I, ha- I have to agree, dude. There, there was something definitely off with that Broncos team. It just it just didn't sit right with me seeing Russ on that team and um, not utilizing his receivers to to the talent that they have. Because everybody kept saying that that the you know the Broncos have great um, receiving core, um, but they don't have somebody to throw it to them. So when Russ came to that team. We expected a lot of big things. Um, we we did see it in the second half. Um, he did pick it up. So, I just think it's a one-off game. Um, I think they'll definitely figure it out. Um, Agreed. Uh, yeah, Agreed. Expect- definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's one-off game. But they like, will. it's Russell Wilson, man. It's Russell Wilson, bro. Like, I just looked at it right now. Time time of possession, by the way, was 33-39 to twenty six twenty one. So the Broncos wow. had the ball seven yeah. seven more minutes. They lost by one point. I mean, that's wild to that's me. That's crazy. That's crazy. What, what Seven I saw minutes was, in football, bro. That's 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 insane. What I saw was with with them, he is inside a new offense, so he's looking at his checkdowns. He's he's hitting everything at the right levels. So with with them going forward, I do see them progressing, especially with talents like Lamb. Uh, sorry, not Lamb. Uh, with Sutton and uh, Jerry Judy. And the way that Javante Williams ran, Melvin Gordon ran pretty well too, but the way that Javante Williams ran, I think they, they're going to ease back some on Melvin Gordon. They may be able to you know, catch a flyer on the trade with him on some team that may be needing running later on and may be able to get some help some other places. But I definitely, definitely will see that they will get better. But I can't even blame a lot of them to play. Uh, I think a lot of it was coaching mistakes. Uh, definitely with the time management. Uh, definitely probably with some of the play calling. Uh, but Gino looked great. They, I think they probably couldn't prep for him because there was no film of him being that awesome. Um, so that was probably something hard uh, for them to prep for. Do you do you think that Hackett was right at the end of the game with what he did? With the extra two timeouts at the end, very, very end? Well, he—I mean, he—I he, think he had three timeouts when Javante had that had that eight-yard scamper. Oh, you mean like scamper. before before the uh, field goal? Yeah, like like everyone playing Monday, you know, Monday morning quarterback was like, call timeout, talk about it, figure out if you're going to kick a field goal or you're, you're going to go for it. Like he didn't even do that really. Like you know, he 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 let the the time run all the way down. You know, you had Peyton Manning on on the TV screen screaming to call timeout, call timeout, call timeout. That's probably something, and you know, he actually came in on, on the news yesterday and said he should have called a timeout, and, or or actually he said I should have went for it. Uh, obviously, second guessing himself the day after, which isn't fair, but that's that's literally what he admitted to. He was like, yeah, I I should have went for it. But that's gonna um, haunt him very... all season long now because now he's gonna make that choice. Yep. He's gonna double like think a everything. Hard decision that's gonna get the best result, and it's gonna bite him. So. See what kind of position yep. that they find themselves in when he's faced with those decisions. But at least he has to call a timeout to give himself more time to decide what he's going to do. Yeah, I, I can see that as well. Um, I also think that as the season progresses, he's going to rely on um, Russ a lot more too to make those decisions. You know, um, but we'll see what happens, man. Um, that's a lot of Broncos talk. But what was uh, what was yours, Dev? It was your Giants. Um, so that was my uh, biggest letdown. Yeah, he <laughs> okay. mentioned it earlier. Yeah, that was my he, biggest right, letdown. So. He parlayed it into, uh, you know, the uh, the biggest letdown. 
Obviously, you missed it. Yeah, you weren't paying attention. <laughs> you didn't want to hear it. You hate to hear the truth. Nah, I definitely. Uh, every time you talk about my Giants, I, I blank it out. So. Oh. Um. What? <laughs> what's next, Dev? <laughs> All right, so uh, week one was a fun week. It was great to have football back. Uh, us as a collective of group of guys that love sports, uh, we got to hang out uh, prior uh, and talk about it and do our fantasy draft. And I know this week was something exciting, uh, exciting for all of us to have it back. Uh, but now we're on the week two. Uh, so I want to hear the week two predictions. I'm a let you guys know who's playing and we're gonna you know see who's coming coming out with the best uh, predictions for uh this week and we'll come back next week and probably knock that out again oh okay good. are we doing spreads too or just winners uh just winners so we, we can help people out on the uh the money line all right all right let's go all right all right so we have our thursday night game uh you have the chargers and chiefs the, Los Angeles Chargers at uh, Kansas City playing uh, Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. Who do you have uh, in that, that one, game? So that one's easy for me. So the the spread is minus four. Hey, I don't really um, care about the spread, bro. That's we, I just want to go win. We're just game. picking winners. Um, we're, we're just picking winners. I'm taking. I'm taking Casey. I'm taking Casey. Yeah, K- yeah. Casey at home. Casey home. Yeah, oh, for no sure. Keenan Allen. Rolling right now. Uh, I'm no rolling Casey right on now. The, yeah, uh, no Keenan. Sweep. Yeah. With that one, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. All right. So uh, the next game is be on Sunday. Uh, we have the Miami Dolphins of the AFC East uh, going against the Baltimore Ravens of the AFC North. Ravens again, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I did, I did not see uh I got the I fins. did not see a lot from I did not see a lot from the Dolphins uh, I, week one. Yeah, I, I got Dolphins money line. I got Dolphins money line. Yeah. Ooh, thousand, okay. Thousand percent. I actually, okay. I actually might bet on that game. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fence. All right. Uh, Who are you taking, Def? Defense. I have defense as well. Okay. Got it. Cool. New New York Jets. J E T S. At the dog pound, or uh, is it Elf City? Uh, what is it now? <laughs> Elfie. 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 The brown. <laughs> <Ronnie> the elf. <laughs> I. I got the Browns winning, but I got the Jets covering. Go ahead. Uh, I'm taking I'm taking the Jets on this one, bro. <laughs> yeah, I have the Jets on this one as well. Cleveland's terrible. <laughs> Cleveland's terrible. I'm taking the Jets. The Jets win their first game of the season. I got Browns um, winning. I'm take the Jets on this but, one. But I definitely have the Jets covering the spread. I can see that. Okay. All right, so the next game have the Washington Commanders uh, at the Detroit Lions. Lions, no, no question. Lions. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Lions as well. Yeah, I have a clean sweep on the Lions right there. Uh, <laughs> I had to think about it the, for a second, yo, but yeah. Don't don't sleep on the Lions. They they play hard. They play hard. Yeah. Like those they do. Those they really play do. hard. They were down like twenty points against the Eagles. They're like, yeah, no, nah, we don't care about no, all that. They really do, man. They really do. All right, so next we have the Indianapolis Colts against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Colts get their first win. Colts. Colts. Colts uh, break out of that tie. Then they get their win, too. Uh, clean sweep on that yep. one. Then we have the mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, at the New Orleans Saints. Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers as well. Although, you know what? It's close, though. You know what? Nah. I'm thinking the Saints. Yeah, I, I'm I have going to switch it up. Yeah, yeah. I I'm have the Saints. Saints. <laughs> uh, now I'm taking Buccaneers. All right. I'm taking the Saints. Right. Cool. All right, so cool, we have cool. uh, Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers uh, heading up to MetLife to face Daniel Jones. New, New York, York Giants. Giants. We are going to be 2-0, and baby. Lock it in the record books. I will, Giants take this one. I will also take the Giants. Uh, I have the Carolina Panthers, I think. CMC is going to have a better game than Saquon Barkley this game. And I think this is probably going to be Baker Mayfield's step-out game Ooh. on this big stage. I, I'll, text you, Baker I'll, I'll text you offline, Doug. I, I, I hate me some Baker Mayfield, so. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, New England Patriots against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm actually going to take the Steelers on this one. 
Yeah, that's one's easy I, one I think for the me. Steelers are going to upset. They're yeah. going to upset. Yeah. That's an easy one for me. Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers all day. as well. Yeah. All right, next game. Uh, it's going to be a 4 o'clock game uh, on the East Coast, that is. Uh, I mm-hmm. have the Atlanta Falcons at the Los Angeles Rams. 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 Ram, really yeah, Rams. Rams really were just win by uh, by way of their defense. I think they the offense figures it out a little bit, but yeah, the defense wins the game. Yeah, they have the Rams I, as well. I don't hate the uh, Falcons spread though. It's a ten and a half. Well, they might cover that. Yeah, that's actually it's not bad. Definitely not. All right, next game I have uh, Geno and the Seattle Seahawks. At the San Francisco 49ers. Yo, th- this is a tough one, bro. This not for, is really a tough one, man. Not for me. Niners win the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Seattle on this one. Mm. I see I see an upset brewing, bro. A lot of I, momentum. I'm going, going into this with game. San Francisco only because Prez is okay. out. If Prez was playing, I probably would have went with Seattle, uh, but I'm going to mm. go to San Francisco. Okay, right. fair enough. All right, so uh, next we have the Seattle Bengals against America's team, Dallas Cowboys. Bengals are going to destroy the Cowboys. Bang- yeah, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a massacre, dude. It's Cooper who? Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I, I expect uh, <laughs> it's a hot take right here. I'm taking the Bengals as well. Uh, Joe Mixon is going to have three <laughs> touchdowns. Running uh, or uh, receiving, bet on that Joe Mixon. Uh, or if it, I don't know, it's uh, yeah, sure. I don't any prop bets or any bets yeah. on him. If it's two uh, two point <laughs> yeah, five, sure. take it because he's gonna have three. That is a very high yeah, yeah. take, sir. Sure, very high take. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, you have the Houston Texans uh, at Russell Wilson and those Denver Walmart Broncos. Broncos, they're gonna be they're gonna stomp the Texans this game. I have the Broncos winning, but the Texans will cover. I right, have the Broncos Ooh, okay. winning as well. Next up, right. Texans uh, are, play hard, Murray the and the Arizona Cardinals against Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and Los Angeles Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. 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 All right. Yeah, that's a clean sweep on that. Uh, I don't know if uh, Arizona needs to go back to college, uh, but they're not ready for the NFL this year. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, the Bears at Green Bay. Sunday night game. Green Bay. Green <laughs> Bay will win this game. Green Bay gets their first win. I agree. I'm going to go with Chicago. You would. I, I'm going to go with Chicago. Uh, Hater. I'm going to go with Chicago. Uh, that, that was, that's, that's my shocking. upset Dev, pick of the week. Dev, 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 Dev wants to <laughs> take an L on that just because he wants any, to go against the Packers. Anytime he could, anytime he could go against Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't even care if he's wrong. He's like, I'm, st- I'm still going to go against him. <laughs> that's my upset pick of the week. Facts. And Facts. I say the Bears won't win by Facts, plus but, four. You know what? That is that is your right, sir. You are you are. Hey, I can say anything I want to. This is America. Yeah, right. Go ahead, do what you want. <laughs> I can say what I All want right. to. And uh, we, we've been blessed with two Monday night games. So uh, first game we have the Tennessee Titans at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo, Bills. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I think we hold. Yeah. Buffalo. We all a part of the yeah. mafia. Yeah, All right. yeah, for yeah. Sure. All right, cool, for this cool. game. It'd be, it'd be lovely to just play on BJ through one of those tables. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you would. Yeah. Then, uh, the final game, uh, the one that we all been waiting for, uh, you have uh, Minnesota Vikings skull uh, against those Philadelphia Eagles. I hate both these teams, to keep it completely honest with Yo, you. I, what, what, <laughs> why do you hate the Vikings? I understand. You know why I hate. You know why I hate the Vikings. Just because I'm a fan of them. He hates purple. No. Yeah. And I don't like cousins, so <laughs> that's just me. But um, if we're keeping it completely honest, I, I I see Philly winning this one. No hate, just just literally, I see Philly beating the Vikings this game. And that irks me to say it. 
like irks well, me. Well, you know who I'm picking. Yeah. Obviously. Skull. Yeah, yeah skull. We, we, like, so we need, uh, we need, we need Tony. Close. It's not even close. Skull. Not even close. <laughs> Vikings may win by double digits. Ooh. The Eagles okay. are not good. Okay, here. I actually just uh, just talked to someone else about this, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys the cliff notes. Go for Eagles, it. Eagles just gave up 35 points to the Lions. The Lions, like we said before, hard work, hard-working team, relentless, won't give up, but they're not that good. They gave up 35 points to the Lions. That's bad. I mean, that's really bad. And if we're, if we're being honest now, I, I watched a little bit on the red zone, and what I saw in the red zone did not impress me. Jalen Hurts is who he is. He's a guy who's going to give you some fantasy points. He's going to run the ball a bunch. You know, he's going to have a few, you know, touchdown passes here and there. But he's not a guy who's going to be able to lead your team to a victory. And, yeah, he's got a new, nice new shine toy, A.J. Brown. Yes, who is he does. Probably, he looks really good. Probably the best receiver he's ever played with, ever going to play with. But... Yeah. That's yeah. that's just not going to be enough. I mean, listen, do I think the Eagles might win the division now that that Dak went out? For sure. But do I think that they're going to be good enough to play and beat against a legitimate playoff team like the Vikings? Nah. Nah, it's going to be it's going to be really really bad. I'm actually shocked that the Eagles are even a favorite in this game. You know, they're literally like a minus yeah. 2 favorite in this game. I, it's not close. And like to me, I'm actually waiting right now to see if the line moves a little bit more. I saw the line was like plus one fifteen right now. If I can get a little bit better odds, I mean, I'm definitely slamming that thing. I, I'm going to be pounding the <laughs> shit out of one, of, you know, the Vikings. Pause. Right. Yeah. Well, well you Skull. know who I'm picking, BJ. I'm, I'm going with the Vikings, and yeah. I, and uh, I agree uh, with for, the, for the people out there that don't know, he's definitely taking his, every uh, word. He's taking his Vikings. Syllable. So I agree with everything. Devin is a Vikings fan. How many? Uh, how, how many touchdowns for JJ? Uh, he, he's only going to have one this game. Yeah. Okay. JJ is going to have eight catches, 132 yards, one touchdown. Mm. Maybe two. Okay. Maybe two. I, I honestly I think he gets two touchdowns though. Yeah, I think he might have two. He might have two touchdowns. Just just no, he, because he, the Eagles secondary I take two. Eagles secondary is not good. Yeah, that's that's the thing, bro. I think he's gonna burn these dudes. The Eagles secondary is um, not good. They are not. Um, but yeah. Nah, so, since we're talking about future Super Bowl champions and all that, uh, it's kind of a little bit early. You only saw, you know, a little glimpse of, you know, one week of football action. VJ, who do you have for your early, early, early Super Bowl contenders? Who's going to be across from each other? playing when it comes to early February? Ooh. I don't know about across from each other, but um, one team that's definitely going to be in there is the Buffalo Bills. Um, that That's the team I got to put in the conversation, man. Um, I think they definitely lived up to the hype. They've gotten better this offseason. Um, they sure what they're capable of doing. Um, yeah, uh, that, I have the Bills. Um, I really got to think about the, the opponent, though. But um, Bills, Bills definitely lived up to the expectations, dude. So, and Josh Allen looked phenomenal. So, that's that's who I got. Who do you have? I have the Bills as well. Uh, I don't see anyone in the AFC East competing with them unless something happens on the defense, and then I can see the Chiefs maybe based on how they've been playing offensively. They just don't really care about defense as much anymore. They're just gonna outscore you. And yeah. With Dak being that, that's out, why I give, that's why I give, and yeah. having to pay the the uh, NFC East this year, I, I see my Vikings because I think they're just gonna you know have a lot of good wins uh, against bad teams, and it's gonna actually help them you know be better. Um, and I, I don't see it in the Rams. I don't see it in a lot of the teams in the AFC, um, AF, um, NFC West. Um, the the East is bad. Uh, the South just has Tampa and New Orleans. And it just yeah, uh, yeah. us out there in the north, and I think we're one of the better teams. So uh, that's what I see. Uh, it may be a homer pick to you, but I, I see certain things that we're 
doing now that the Rams did last year, but we just have to do better on defense. You see, you see it every year. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I never. I never say we're winning the Super Bowl every year. I, I've never said that. Nah. This, no, this no, year, no. I feel a little you, you bit more confident you're, you're, um, based on the offensive you, weapons we had. Are you saying no, you, you guys are going to win? You always say that during the conversation. When no, I think that uh, the Bills are still a better team. But you know, any given Sunday. Yeah, any, any given Facts. Sunday. If a, a Von Miller comes around and he slips or something, and you know he. He's out for a play or two. Who knows? <laughs> and and you know what? That's that's the reason why. Ultimately, I'm going to take the Chiefs to make the Super Bowl over mm. the Bills because mm. you know what? There's something about Pat Mahomes. You know he he's like the golden child of the NFL. I mean, that guy. He gets out of the field. He just makes shit happen. Like, he just makes shit happen. He's special. And, you know, honestly, like, yeah, I like Buffalo's best receiver in Stephen Diggs more than I like any of the receivers that the Chiefs have. But I like the Chiefs' wide receiver depth more than I like the Buffalo Bills' wide receiver depth. Beyond Gabe Davis and Stephen Diggs, I'm not that confident in Jameson Crowder. Because he's just not the same guy as he was two, three years ago. And that kid, Isaiah McKenzie. I, yeah, Isaiah McKenzie, he's, yeah. He's okay, but, I mean, he was fucking up a lot game one. He did. He did. He fucked up a he lot. Definitely had and some, he had some I'm, big drops, I'm, yeah. I'm not super, super confident about him. And to be honest with you, the running backs that, between Devil Secretary – uh, Zach, Zach Moss, Moss, James, whatever, Jeez. whatever his name is. I have every name. Is James already. Cook, Cook, James Cook. Like they're all okay, but none of them really excite me either. As of yeah, right, there's no number one, man. As of right now, like exactly, like they are all splitting duties. Like Ceh at least is the number one there, and then that kid Isaiah Pacheco actually played pretty well too. So, you know, I think that somehow on any given Sunday, the Bills might be the better team. But the Chiefs got it out. NFC, you know, it's funny because I had the same thinking as Dev, and I too had the Vikings getting to the Super Bowl. Because, <laughs> you know, realistically, I mean, the best teams in the NFC right now are Vikings, Bucks, you know, Rams, uh, you know, it's not as it's it's not as top heavy as it was last year. Last year there were a lot of teams that could have uh, that could have won. This year, I mean, it's 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 pretty thin. You know, like you're you're you can tell from just week one how many teams are like really really good or not, and how many teams could be really really good. The Vikings are really really good. People p- people are still sleeping on them. At, you know, after all the the, the offseason they had, the coaching staff they got. The obvious emergence of JJ as the best, yeah. you know, receiver, best two receivers in the league. It's it's shocking to me that people are like are like not more on the Vikings, you know. And this isn't just me. Like I'm not a Vikings fan at all, you know. I'm nah, that's fair. Like nah, I'm for real, for real. Like I see, I know talent when I see it. The Vikings are good. Mm-hmm. They're legitimately good. If everyone stays healthy. Which is always a caveat, right? Everyone stays healthy. That's the that's a big F, yeah. And, and actually, you know what? Not to go too off too off topic. That's that's part of the reason why I I don't believe that they're shopping Alexander Madison. Because why would you shop Alexander Madison when you know this guy Delvin Cooks made a glass? It makes no sense to me. Does, it makes zero sense to me. Like I keep hearing these rumors I about them shopping Madison. Like it. there's no chance. I couldn't believe it. Because Delvin Cook could get yeah. hurt in any game. And then at least and Madison you, does the same thing Cook does, bro. You know Madison's gonna fill right whoa, in. Whoa, like he's whoa, gonna be as good. Hell yeah. Whoa, whoa. Relax. Hell yeah. He doesn't no, do the keep, same thing. Keep it real. It, nah, like he, he does a lot of the Dwayne same thing. Yo, Madison, Madison puts it. it. It is not the real Madison product. puts in work. It's like compared Ma- to it, Madison like puts in work, bro. Brand. Yeah, you know what though, Dev? Like those are gonna are gonna relieve my headache the exact same way. Exactly. So that's why. Them shopping them is just trying to get a bite on what they can do because they're gonna end up having to pay him next year. So that's all You're that right. was. But if Madison, with running backs, we're Madison, gonna get the production from you this year. We're gonna. It's gonna be games yeah. that he's gonna Dev, be a high end running back to if he's looking for someone to pick up for fantasy things, especially like later in the year 
win those games where there's blowouts or those games where it's high oxygen. I think passing. I think you've convinced me, Dev. I definitely prefer Madison over Cook. He's cheaper, <laughs> right? And he does and he gives me the same results as Cook would. So I I Max. I, I, I appreciate you opening my eyes on that. I would prefer Preach. Cook over Madison. Right, I would prefer Madison over Cook. Madison's cheaper Preach. at least. Get Cook's ass out of here and let Madison just get the rock. You don't need no cook. Massing to do everything. Pay me that the cook money. Just Pay like, just money. like it says, compared to Tylenol extra strength, I'll save myself four dollars and get Tylenol from Dwayne Reed instead of <laughs> Tylenol extra strength. It'll it'll still relieve my headache, so I'm good. The one that says the one that says pain reliever on it. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> the generic, the generic little. <laughs> compared to this product, it still works. I'll take it. <laughs> It just takes a little extra hour to kick in, but the same results. Nah. Which should be all right. Um, but yeah, so um, we got our we got our picks there, Dev. What do you want to close this out with? Uh, we're just gonna be back again uh, next week uh, to recap what we selected for week for two. For sure. Uh, who knows? Uh, the NFL's been crazy so far with uh, games and injuries, so we have a lot of great content to come back to next week as well. Absolutely, man. It was uh, it was an exciting week one. Um, it was a pleasure talking about it with you guys. Um, yeah, I look forward to week two and let's see what happens. Let's see if some teams step up. Um, let's see if some teams regress. Um, closing statements, Tony. I have done. J-E-T-S. <laughs> Jets, Jets, Jets. J-E-T-S. Um, all right. On that note, this is VJ. This is Dev. This is Tony. <laughs> that's and that's real, real talk. talk. Peace. Peace.